Want a fresh take on what's going on with the Saints, LSU, the betting world, and the NFL? Then you've picked the right place. Jim Derry has plenty of datitude, and he's ready to tell you the way it is. Well, the way he thinks it is. Where are you at, New Orleans? And hello to all my friends across the country who are trying to figure out what the hell is going on in the NFL. We had our bet.nola.com show last night. Sports Betting 101 at Manning's Restaurant just outside of Harris. So I spent the evening there at Manning's, then went over to Harris and watched the Ravens-Dolphins game and made my first ever bet at the sports book. Oh, that was an interesting one. Welcome to episode number 22. That's right, the double deuce is here. Episode 22 of the Datitude Podcast. I am Jim Derry, sports betting writer at the Advocate of the Times Picune and bet.nola.com. And, uh, you know, it was weird night. First off, if you, if you, you know, one thing before I get to the games in, in the Saints preview, one thing that, that I found just interesting doing this Sports one, Betting 101 show. And if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's all over bet.nola.com. You can find it in, in multiple places. It's on our YouTube page. It's on bet.nola.com itself. You can find it. It's easy to find. Uh, I had a great panel last night. Jeff Duncan, Rod Walker, Zach Ewing, Devin Jackson, and um, lady, I can't remember her name. I just remember her name was Tina. She was from Harris. She was great, too. But one of the things that I found interesting, and, and, I, and I'm realizing this as we go along now that sports betting is becoming legal in Louisiana, is how many people don't understand betting? I mean, I, I know people kind of get a point spread. Okay, the Saints are underdogs. They're three-point underdogs this week, which means that Vegas thinks they're going to lose by three points, right? But people don't know, necessarily know how to bet that, and there are so many different ways to bet um, I just assumed living in Louisiana, and I don't know why I assumed that, because it wasn't legal. So, you know, you had to go somewhere else to make a bet. And uh, I'm finding out more and more that there are people that really don't understand how betting works. Um, so check it out. Uh, it, look, it's fun. It does make games fun. I mean, we talk about responsibility and being responsible, and yes, you, Absolutely. You need to be responsible. This needs to be about fun. If you're trying to make money uh, doing this, you're not going to, okay? I mean, making money off of, of betting sports is something for a very, only a very handful, handful of people can do. There's not many people that can do it. And I consider myself pretty good at it, and I, I couldn't make money at it doing it, not, not in the long term. I mean, you can make money here and there. You can make futures bets, and, and a futures bet is something you bet on, obviously, for the future. Like last night, I went and put a bet down on Duke to win the college basketball championship. Why would you do that now, you ask? Because right now, they're plus 1400 which means you can put $100 down. If they win the basketball championship, you get $1,400. But you do it now because if Duke starts off hot, and maybe they are, you know, three months from now, they're number one in the country, or two months from now, their odds are going to go down. It's not like horse racing where you, you place a bet and 
the number is whatever it is when the horses take off from the gate. You get the odds whatever you bet whenever you bet it. It's the same as a point spread. If you if you bet the Saints, uh, if, if you like the Titans, say, and you bet on the Titans early in the week at minus two and a half, that means you're, the Titans have to win by three or more for you to win. But now it's three, so if you bet it, the Titans now, um, and it ends up at three points, well, the people say it's 27-24. Well, the people who got it two and a half, they win their bet. The people who got it at three, they push. They get their money back, and that's it. But it, it was amazing to me to find out. And people come and talk to me after the show was over, and um, it really is. I found it very surprising how many people, and, and this has gone on throughout the past couple of months, people asking me questions. People I know, people I just people I play poker with that don't know how to bet. It's, it's just interesting to see that people don't understand. And, and look, we're going to do some more of these shows, and they're worth watching for sure. So go check it out on bet.nola.com. Um, it'll teach you the basics and make it so you can go over to Harrah's on a Saturday or a Sunday or really any day and learn how to bet certain things and, and, and make watching games more fun. Or in the case of last night with the Ravens and the Dolphins, make it a lot less fun. Although I was way more interested than I would have been had I not bet on it. I mean, that game was a snoozer. It stunk. 22 to 10 Dolphins. And honestly, in the second half, it wasn't really that close. And like I said, when, when the spread went from 7.5 to 8.5, and, and I knew everybody was betting on the Ravens, I'm, I got tried to do a teaser. And a teaser is basically you got to make two bets and you get six points uh, in your favor. But you got to win both bets. So I had teased the Ravens with the Bucks. Coming up at minus nine and a half, so that that ticket's gone now. I t- uh, teased the Ravens with the over forty six. So in other words, I got the Ravens at minus two and a half instead of minus eight and a half, and I got the over at minus forty. I mean, at not, not minus four, the over under at forty instead of forty six, which means the total points in the game scored had to be over forty. Lost both of those. So if you're gonna lose, lose it big, right? And uh, my big bucks picks uh, that with the show that we do every Thursday, cashing in with Carville at the book show on Thursday. My huge teaser is already gone because I had the Ravens in it. Just a weird week already. But look, Thursday not necessarily an indicator of how the rest of the week's gonna go. Um, I think I'm seven and three now on Thursday. I've been very good on Thursdays, and I've been very mediocre. So maybe it'll be the other way. Maybe we'll start off slow and get hot. Because I really like my picks this week. We're going to get into that in a little bit. Conductor Dave and Uncle Big Nick are on for Five Star Friday. And uh, I had a really good week with Conductor Dave last week and a really bad week with Uncle Big Nick, although the one pick I hit was my five-star pick. So if you've been betting my five-star pick every week, I'm 4-0. So we've been doing this for four weeks. I've won all four of my five-star picks. Um... So we'll see if we can do it again this week when they come on in just a few minutes. Conductor Dave will be on in about 10 minutes. It's just, you know, brutal. Brutal, brutal, brutal. And then the day starts off, uh, go make my coffee, and we're out of sugar. 
for those of you who have listened to my Let's Get Personal segment, you're like, wait a minute, you can't smell or taste. Well, I can tell when something's sweet. Yeah, ever since I had COVID in February, I can't smell or taste properly. Um, things either taste bad or they t- and I call it the COVID taste, just awful, or they taste almost like nothing. Um, but I can tell sweet and sour and bitter. Not necessarily taste it, but I can tell it. I can tell. So coffee is a, a great example. Of, I can't. It doesn't taste like coffee, but it, it tastes like, um, I don't know. You could tell that it's coffee, I guess. And so I like to make it sweeter because I could tell that it's sweet. So anyway, I digress. But uh, no sugar for my coffee this morning. We're out of sugar. Kind of in a, just going off of last night, right? But we're going to make it better. We're going to have an interesting weekend of football. Um, you know, we never even mentioned LSU hosting Arkansas. And the Tigers are two-and-a-half-point dogs against the Razorbacks. I got I mean, I picked the Razorbacks on the show yesterday, and I just don't. I think LSU gave all they could give last week. I think it comes back. Uh, I don't think they're going to have a lot left. The only thing I will say about this game is obviously Coach O hasn't quit, and neither of the kids quit for him. And this is most likely their last chance to make a bowl game. If they're going to go to a bowl game, they pretty much have to win this game because you have to get to six wins. They're going to beat UL Monroe next week, so they need one other win. It's either this one, I can't see them beating Texas A&M at all. So they really need to win this week, in my opinion, to go to a bowl game. Is it going to happen? I don't think it's very likely. We'll find out. But you can't, you can't dismiss the chances because, again, you got to love how Coach O's team fought last week. And really, in general, uh, since, he, since the announcement was made that he's not going to be here next year, they fought. They have not quit. And you, and you got to like that. So we'll see what happens. Um, Saints-Titans on Sunday. Now the word is we don't know if Alvin Kamara is going to play. Is that a smokescreen? I don't think so. I mean, I think he's really hurt. And if they're using this as a smokescreen, they're doing a really good job of it. I don't – and we still don't know who's playing quarterback. As I sit here on, on Friday uh, late morning, we don't know who's playing quarterback. And we might not know until not too long before the game. I, I mean, I, I got to think he's going to announce it tomorrow. But we'll see. Um, he may have told the team already. Or he may have told the person who's starting already. That's not something we'll know for right now. But usually that stuff leaks out. So probably didn't. But Alvin Kamara, if he doesn't play, um, got to make you a little nervous, right? I mean, it's, it's kind of a game where you're coming off a loss. You can't really afford back-to-back losses. I mean, now the Panthers have Scammy Newton. Rams got Odell Beckham Jr. That one's gone. What now? The Saints are not in a position to really, um, with, with the schedule they have coming up, and we talked about it Wednesday with Amy Just. I mean, they have a brutal – this is, this is the, the part of the schedule that's going to tell us what's going on with this team. 
You're talking about at Tennessee, at Philadelphia, home for Buffalo, home for Dallas. You probably, at the minimum, you need to go two and two, in my opinion. Three and one, great. You're not going four now. But you don't, if you, so really, I mean, your goal is three and one. You don't want to lose the first one. Duh. No, you don't want to lose any of them. But, I mean, this is a game that the Saints can win. I mean, even without Kamara, it's a game the Saints can win. And I actually, we'll get it, again, we'll get into my, my picks. I think they match up well with Tennessee. Tennessee has exhausted a ton of energy over the past four weeks. And, I mean, without Derrick Henry last week, great. But this week, it's usually the second week that kind of gets you, right? You can kind of fight through that first week. And, look, they also got gifts from Matt Stafford with the two pick sixes. I mean, you can't imagine that's going to happen often. So, anyway... I like the Saints this week. I think they're in a good spot. And again, even without Kamara, look, Sean Payton's at his best when his back's against the wall. And it always has been. Over the past three years or four years, uh, the Saints, anyway, the last 14 games where the Saints were underdogs, home or away, they are 12-2 and two, straight up, not against the spread. So they, not only do they cover, but they win the game. We'll see if that's the case this Sunday in Nashville against the Titans. Um, but, you know, it's, it's going to be all about pressure and Ryan Tannehill. It's going to be about Marshawn Lattimore shutting down A.J. Brown the best he can. It's about making sure Julio Jones and doesn't use his Metamucil to his advantage this week and find some fountain of youth, and have a great week. Because I, I feel confident the Saints aren't going to let Adrian Peterson or Jeremy McNichols do much from the backfield. Um, but there have also been some no-name guys, receivers, that have, have had good weeks for the Titans too, so you have to watch out for. But look, again, the key is going to be pressure on Tannehill. And you can't get in a shootout, especially if you don't have Kamara. The Saints don't have the playmakers to get in a shootout with the Titans, so it's got to be a lower-scoring kind of game. And I think it will be. So, look, just you just do it, right? I mean, one thing Peyton's great at is no excuses. We don't make excuses here, and they won't. And so we'll see what happens um, on Sunday. Uh, the prep playoffs uh, starting tonight. Some of them actually started last night. But uh, the crux of the first round of the playoffs gets going tonight. Um, Jim Rapier and I will be at Lakeshore for a rematch. Lakeshore and Franklinton played a few weeks ago. We were there. We'll be there again tonight at the Titan Coliseum. Catch us on Varsity Sports now uh, beginning at 7 o'clock if you want to check that game out. And we have, uh, I believe, 10 games across the state Tonight uh, it should be a fun one. So uh, check out Varsity Sports now. We talked about that in depth with uh, founder and president Eric Ritchie on Wednesday show if you want to go back. Also, we had our playoff pairing show on VSN uh, that came out Wednesday night. Check that out as well. But, again, that Sportsbook 101 show, it's a good one. 
And then our usual shows every week, we're going to be doing our At The Book show, literally at the book, coming up pretty soon. So it won't be virtually much longer. Uh, Devin Jackson, Zach Ewing, and myself will be doing it live from, from Harris coming up pretty, pretty soon. We made our picks uh, on yesterday's show. Again, one of mine already started off bad, so I'm in a hole. And Zach let me know about it. He, he texted me as soon as he thought it was a sure thing. He couldn't wait. Hey. It is what it is in this business. You you do get razzed when you miss. You get they let you know. When you're really good, nobody says hardly anybody says anything to you. But when you miss, people let you know, and that includes my friend and boss at bet.nola.com. He lets me know, and I let him know too. So it is what it is. But we're I, I have a feel we're going to have a good week this week. So you check out my NFL picks on bet.nola.com. They've been up for a couple of days. Um. I don't do it the traditional way that other people do it. I do pick every game straight up and against the spread. Um, and I usually have a little flair for making my picks and, and telling you how I made my picks. And it's not just, well, this defense is better than this offense. And I mean, that's boring. So I like to have a little fun with it. We do. And we've been, again, uh, my, my mediocrity has been well documented. 66 and 66. I guess 66 and 67 now against the spread for the season. Um, but I'm telling you, I haven't had a hot week yet, and usually I have three or four, and they come like in succession. So I think we're ready to, to, to catch a little fire. So catch up my, pick, my picks there. And speaking of picks, let's get into it here with Conductor Dave. Um, I finally got him back last week. I had gone a couple weeks, a few weeks actually, where he was kind of like kicking my keister a little bit. So I caught up to him a little bit last week. I liked that the fact that we had we picked six games last week, including the Saints, and we were different on all six. And so that's why I knew I was going to have a good week. So we'll have to see if it turns out that way again. Here we go. All aboard! All aboard the Taysom train, conductor day. Is on the Taysom train. Sooner or later, that Taysom train is is really going to take off and climb its way out of the abyss of some muck. It it will. It will, man. It's only a matter of time, dude. It's only a matter of time. Taysom time is coming. It's a coming. You know, I can't believe I'm saying this, but God, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, I really, it's, it's, it's got to, I mean, look, no offense to Trevor Simeon, but, uh, they, they, they got, they got to have a spark. And I think it takes, you know, and, and I'm sure you'll agree with me when I say this last week, Taysom comes in, boom, boom. And then let's put Simeon and back they pull in him. and he, and he yeah. Simeon comes back in and he gets blasted and fumbles and. There, there was there was mutiny afoot in the nosebleeds, man, because I was up there in the nosebleeds for the game, and like people started chanting Taysom. When they pulled them out of the game, all you heard was WTF. I mean, people were livid, just livid that they took him out, uh, that they took Taysom out. So, yeah, it was it was a good time, man. You know, look, look, the pulse of the people, it's Taysom time. It's time for Taysom to shine. You know, if you swap or no. If you swap two of those letters around, you get WFT, which is the Washington football team. So, I mean, kind of goes together, right? WTF, WFT. 
All that we'll, kind we'll of go stuff. with that. It's, it's a bit of a stretch, but sure, whatever. But I digress. Dave <laughs> DeCorbier, the choo-choo train, the conductor Dave, is on for his weekly pick'em segment where we compete for absolutely no prizes whatsoever. And Dave, somebody had a good week last week and somebody had a bad week, but I can't gloat too much because you're still ahead of me overall. Last Wait, I week, thought we, we, I thought we tied. We didn't go three and three or did no, I, I was do have four and, fuzzy math? Oh, uh, you did fuzzy math. I was four and two uh, last week and you were two and four. Um, damn it. So you need to check your math. Um, did, whatever. Did I don't Brother care. Martin. You, shut up, man. I will, I will come through this microphone and beat your ass. <laughs> Speaking of those cheating crusaders, anyway. Uh, oh my God! Don't 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 you dare start with me. That's the best undefeated team in the land. Uh, we'll see what happens. The 11 seed favored to go. Uh, maybe we'll do a pick them show where no one will listen. We'll do that later on. Let's get to our NFL picks again. I, I was four and two last week. You were two and four, which puts me at a mediocre. Why not be mediocre? In my NFL picks column, I am 66 and 66 for the season. And in our pick them segment against the spread, I'm 21 and 21 against the spread for the season. So why not? Uh, you are a robust 25, seven, 25 and 17 record against the spread with nice. your color scheme pick them. But, you know, colors are hard to pick out this time of year when you get to fall because browns turn into oranges, oranges kind of turn into red. Pewter turns into black. I mean, it just is what it is. So let's get right into it and see what happens with your scheming. The first game we're going to pick is your favorite two teams in the NFL. The Dallas Cowboys are hosting the Dirty Birds of Atlanta. Dallas giving nine points to those Dirty Birds coming off just an embarrassing loss. Oh, my God. Um, oh, man. You know, I put this I, game know, on the docket for a reason. Yeah, I, I swear. I, Atlanta getting nine against Dallas. I mean, oh my God, I, I I don't even care anymore. At this point, I just don't care. I cannot pick Atlanta, so whatever. I, I know you're probably picking Atlanta because it's plus nine. Who passes that up? But I do. I pass it up because I freaking hate Atlanta. So it's just real simple. I'm picking Dallas. Plus, I like Dak Prescott, even though you know he's a freaking cowgirl. Louisiana, I still like- dude. Yeah, that's it's fine. You know, we'll find something redeeming qualities. You know, so uh, yeah, Dak is uh, infinitely better than freaking Maddie Noodle Arm Ice, whatever the hell you want to call him. So I'm taking Dallas. I don't care. Whatever. I uh, love it. Uh, you know, last week we were uh, was it last week when we were, no we were, yeah we were on we were on different boats. Uh, we were on different. Yeah, we boats were opposite for, every pick. Opposite yeah. every pick. We were opposite. So. When that happens, it obviously bodes well for me, which means I guess maybe this is going to be a bad week because we're on the same side here. I think Dallas rebounds uh, well. I think Atlanta, I don't want to say anything that might get me in trouble. So let's just say Atlanta played the best they could possibly play last week, which still wasn't that great. They're not very good. They're the most overrated 4-4 four and four team maybe in the league. Uh, I think Dallas rebounds in a big way and stomps the Falcons this week. Which I'm sure, you know, there are very few times that you and I probably root for the Cowgirls. This mm-hmm. might be one of them. So no, I, I just I'll just be uh, non-committal on the entire game. If, if right. it's like the game of the week, I'm gonna be pissed though. All right, we're both on we're week. both on Dallas minus nine this week. Which bodes. I'm gonna have to go back and see what happens when we both pick the same team. I'll have to figure out the record on that. Uh, Cleveland is traveling to New England. The the Fighting Brownies are they back? They're they got rid of OBJ, who knows where his next destination is. 
It's either going to be the Saints, Chiefs, or Packers, the rumors are. Uh, I know you would love them here in New Orleans. Um, oh, my God, no. Jeez. No, okay. Well, that's surprising to me. No, Cleveland? What, what, no. Why would I? Who wants OBJ? I mean, oh, my God, no. I, I don't want to. A lot of Saints fans do. All those, all those A lot of Saints fans are the dumb, though. You mean a lot of that? Saints fans are dumb. I know. OB, no, no, no. Now look, look. I'm saying no. Okay. Ugh. You don't think he'd fit Here's well with the, the Taysom train? You don't think he can no, ride on the Taysom no, train? no, because he's a whiny little b. That's that. That's why I don't. I don't want a whiny little punk on our team, man. Uh, uh, look, the, I. What if look, he catches I've been 50, saying this for years. 50, what if he has fifty receptions with ten touchdowns the rest of the way? No, no, because no, it's not. It's not worth the headache, man. It's not worth the headache. Even our receiver room is crap. Our receiving core is just just a turd burger right that now. Right. I do not want OBJ in it because that just makes it a cancerous, crappy line uh, receiving core. No, it just it takes it from being sucky to being sucky with an attitude, and I don't want that. No, you know, no. normally, normally I'd agree with you, but in this case, <laughs> I think the. The awful receiving core that we have um, kind of lends itself to needing a guy like that. And if anybody can tame someone, it's Sean Payton. Uh, I think the whininess would be held to a minimum. And first of all, he, they wouldn't have a problem. He wouldn't have to worry about whether he was getting enough targets because they'd certainly be targeting him because he'd be by far the best receiver on this team if he came. Maybe Marquez Callaway, but I don't know. I think the Saints need him. I don't think he's going to come here, but who knows? Maybe he will. I, I, well, he, he, he's not going to come here simply because we don't have, you know, Breeze. You know, if we still had Jameis, maybe he'd come here. Uh, but, no, I think with, with Jameis out for the year, uh, no, he, he's not coming here. Uh, nobody wants to get the ball thrown to him by a guy named Trevor. It's not going to be Trevor. It's going to be choo-choo. It, it, it better be choo-choo. Yeah. What's All that? right, well, we What's digress. That? Cleveland plus two yeah, where, at where New we? Oh, Cleveland. Cleveland plus two at New England. Uh, both teams played very well last week. New England has been consistently playing well. Um, really, a team, uh, two teams that kind of need this game in, in, a, in a big way as we turn into the second half of the season. Um, I am going to be going with uh, New England on this one. E- even, uh, I, I just, I, I don't know, Cleveland, they're just cursed. Between them and Detroit, I don't know who's cursed worse. Uh, I, I just... Yeah, OBJ might be out of town, but that doesn't fix their problems. I mean, you know, he, he wasn't even getting the ball, so that doesn't fix any of their problems. Uh, getting him out of the locker room didn't really fix their problems because they were dysfunctional before he, you know, while he was still there. So, I mean, I like, uh, New England, uh, they're always all business. They're the epitome of the no-fun league, the no-fun team, New England Patriots. So, yeah, I'm picking New England. Okay, here we are. We're opposite. I like the Brownies this week. Um, I think the uh, the Browns needed a little bit more than the Patriots do. Um, even if Nick Chubb doesn't play, which uh, he's in COVID protocol as we record this, um, the Browns have been able to run the ball no matter who's running the ball. And they also have been able to stop uh, opposing quarterbacks at times, especially young quarterbacks. I think Mac Jones has been playing over his head. Um, I think this is a good spot for Cleveland. Uh, they played well last week. They got a I don't disagree that they're cursed. I don't think they're ever going to, I mean, I don't know if they're ever going to win anything in our lifetimes, but, uh, and I don't love Baker Mayfield, but I, I, I think this is a lower scoring game. I like the Brownies. Give me the two points and, and I like them better in a teaser. Um, I put them in a teaser in a couple different ways. Uh, all, right. all right. Tampa Bay 
the Buccaneers are coming off their bye week. Tom Brady is livid, man. He he just got lit up by the Saints uh, two <laughs> weeks ago. He we went into his bye week, and now he's going to the football team where he's laying nine and a half points. Woo, woo. Uh, yeah, that's a toughie, man. Um, Tampa Bay minus nine and a half. Ah, man, God, I hate you, Jim. Jesus, man. I put them. Um, I put your favorite teams on here every week, so you could just stew over them. Oh God, this doesn't make for good uh, radio when I just see here hemming and hauling. But all right, Tampa Bay minus nine and a half. I mean, that's a lot of points, man. That's just a lot of points. But um, I, yeah, I, I I think Tampa Bay. I, I think Tom. Brady has been stewing. I think that's a great word. He's he's pissed, probably. He's been fuming this whole week. He probably didn't even talk to his supermodel wife all week long. So that's probably, she probably cut him off. And so he's coming in with a lot of vim and vigor that he needs to get out, and he's going to take it out on the Washington football team. So you know what? I, I'm I'm, uh, I'm taking, uh, I don't know, what should I, I'm taking Tampa Bay. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Nine and a half. Tampa Bay is going to, well, yeah, well, sure. Well, let me ask you a, a lot question. of points, though. If you were married to Giselle, how much talking would you really want to do? Well, none. But I mean, I think she doesn't want to talk to him or, you know, uh, you know, break him off anything. So, no, I think, you know, he's, he's probably in a bad mood and he needs to take it out on somebody. It'll be the Washington football team. So, yeah, I'll definitely I, beat him by two touchdowns. I don't know that I could be in a bad mood going home to Giselle Bunchen. Well, if she's not talking to you when you get home, you know, you'd be like, honey, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't hang with losers, uh, you know, so. <laughs> she might have yeah. said that. She might have told them I don't hang with losers. So, you know what? I'm with you. Um, again, I don't lay this many points all that often, especially in the same picks column. But uh, you know what? I, I think um, if, if anybody's going to come back and, and Tim Bay, look, they have not covered on the road this year, uh, but I think this is the spot they do. Um Coming off a bye, needing to stay ahead of the Saints as best they can. The Saints are coming into a big stretch of some important games coming up here, some key games against really good teams. They know the Saints will be focused. Tampa Bay is going to come out with a vengeance and come out with vigor and whomp yes. on those, that bad football team defense. We'll have to wait and see. But that's my pick as well. All right. All Seattle right. is traveling across the country and playing and then we don't know as we record this for sure who's playing quarterback for the seattle seahawks or the green bay packers but it will probably (laughs) be russell wilson against aaron Rodgers. and as we speak seattle is a three-point underdog at green bay I mean, this could technically be the battle for OBJ because one of these teams might be getting, you know, OBJ. He's he said he's he's interested in Seattle. Green Bay said they're interested in him. Uh, so this might be the battle for OBJ. So whoever whoever wins the game might be getting Odell Beckham Jr. So does that mean they fight harder? I have no idea. Uh, it's just a random ass storyline. So that's why uh, he's I'm twenty-five and seventeen, ladies and gentlemen. Twenty-five because <laughs> he has no idea. Exactly. I don't overthink it, Jim. I don't overthink it. But Seattle plus three. Uh, yeah, I think I think they can go to Green Bay and, and put a little whooping on them. Uh, man, uh, Green Bay's good. They they are. But I don't know, man. I just that whole. Oh, my God. Just that, that whole situation, man, is just so messed up with, with, with A.A. Ron. I mean, it's just uh, man. It's just so crazy. So I think Seattle comes in and uh, uh, yeah. 
It'll probably be like a one-point game, but I'm, I'm, if I'm getting three points for Seattle, yeah, I'm taking Seattle. That man bun is just out of control, man. I mean, no, I can't believe he hasn't shaved it yet. I guess you know, maybe he, maybe he can't go to the barber because the barber has been immunized and not vaccinated. Uh, so, <laughs> look, um, you know, Green Bay is is in a weird spot right here. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers plays. Um, he's going to do it on one day of practice after missing a week and a half or whatever. Yeah, but it is, it's a Ron. That doesn't matter. Practice. We're talking about practice. What are we talking about here? Practice. You picked Seattle, so see, I'm making uh, your, I'm making your case, case, and you're making mine because I'm taking Green Bay minus three. Um, I think the Packers are going to be, for lack of a better term, pissed off. I mean, you know, you know how Aaron Rodgers plays when he's pissed off. I mean, look what happened after the yeah. Saints after he lost, got blown up by the Saints. I, I just yeah, think, he came back angry. I think he's going to come back angry this week, too. I, I I don't think Seattle's very good with or without Russell Wilson. It's not Russell Wilson's fault. Um, but I just don't think they're that great of a football team. Um, I, I I think uh, I don't get this point spread unless the lines makers know something we don't know. Um, if, if this were like if Russell Wilson had been playing all season long, Aaron Rodgers had been playing all season long, and they came into this, this should be a Green Bay minus – five or six to me. So I think you're getting great value in taking the Packers here. Uh, I really do. Uh, I'm taking the Packers minus three. All right. Before we get to our Lanyap pick, our final regular pick of the week is the Las Vegas Raiders are hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. We don't know what the hell the Chiefs are. The Raiders have their issues uh, on and off the field. They have just been a dumpster fire. Um, your favorite quarterback, Derek Carr, but somehow yet they're still leading the AFC West and the chiefs. I mean, they keep giving the, everybody keeps giving the chiefs chances to take charge. They haven't yet. Is this the week they do it? Kansas city is laying two and a half on the road at Vegas. Yes. Yes, they do. Because uh, I, I'm just happy with Kansas City's defense because, man, they they, they, they were just raking in the points for the, for the KC defense, fantasy, fantasy owners. Damn right. It factors into my thinking every week. So, uh, yeah, they're going to pick the hell out of old, uh, you know, Derek Carr, who stinks on ice. I don't know how he still has a job in this league, but whatever. I digress. Uh, at Vegas, I mean, look, that – Dumpster fire is just like the understatement of the century. So, yeah, I'm taking KC. I think they come in there and just going to put a whooping on their asses. I'm looking at our past picks here, and we have had Kansas City. This is the fifth time they have been in our pick segment, okay? Mm-hmm. You have picked against Kansas City three times and won all three. And the one time you picked Kansas City to cover, they didn't. So I'm just saying. Mm. And I so, like, you, you, you lost me after you said uh, something or other about my, my record. I, I don't know. You, you, you and your stats, Jim Derry. You know, I'm a stat guy. And here, here, this game is weird, okay? Looking at the – here's the thing. I don't have a great feel in this game either way, so I'm not going to be putting a lot on it, but I will say this. The lines makers who obviously do well making their books money are begging you – and begging drunk Joe and Aunt Mabel and every dumbass under the sun who just, like, says, okay, I like them because, um, you know, I don't put a lot of thought into it. I don't know who says that kind of stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, but they're begging me to take Kansas City, and I'm not going to do it. I'm taking Vegas here. I mean, first of all, if this if it wasn't Kansas City, okay, if you just looked at their schedule, their scores, their stats, their 
their standings and you know where they rank in offense, where they rank in defense. Vegas should be like a two point, three point favorite. It makes this line makes no sense. So I'm not I'm not taking the bait here. I'm not taking Kansas City because everybody's gonna be taking Kansas City. Give me Vegas. Give me the two and a half. If they made it two and a half for a reason. Because if it were three, a lot more people would take Vegas. So they don't want you to take uh, Vegas. Yeah. So guess what? I'm taking Vegas. I think they rebound, they go back home, and they show everybody why they're the division leaders. Look, I, all I know is that this game will be visually unappealing because black and silver does not mesh well with that red and yellow. So this is going to be an ugly-looking game on every level. There's going to be silver, red, black, <laughs> green like, on the field. This What's going all, on? And, like and a look, rainbow can, can I... Can I, a pet peeve of mine, I freaking hate the Kansas City Chief players that wear those bright-ass yellow shoes. Take off those damn yellow shoes because every time I see them running around, I think of flags on the ground. I'm like, you cannot be allowed to wear bright-ass yellow cleats in the NFL. You know what? I completely agree. I thought there were like three times last week when I was watching them. I'm like, oh, that's not a flag. That's a shoe. Uh, Yeah, no, it's some dumbass's cleat, man. Change your cleats, man. Red, black, I don't care, but not bright-ass flag yellow. Cut it out. You know, the NFL has so many stupid rules. You'd think they'd say that you could. You know what? I agree with you. I hate this. that I keep agreeing with you about stupid stuff. All right, here we go. New Orleans Saints. I've already marked your pick down. The New Orleans Saints uh, are heading to Tennessee to play a Titans team that some people now think are the best team in the NFL because they whooped up on the Rams without Derrick Henry. The Saints are getting three on the road at Tennessee where they fared pretty well as of late the last few times they've been there. Uh, Dude... Dude, I, 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 man, all right, look, this one, I mean, Tennessee just put a shellacking on the Rams. They just, just a shellacked a snot out of the Rams. I like, I had Matthew Stafford as my QB, and I was 20 points, you know, behind in, in my games that, that week, and I'm going, oh, Stafford's easily 21, 24 points for me. Like, at the end of the first half, he had three freaking points. Three freaking points, man. He pulled the Carson Wentz. Oh, God, did he, you know? But I got to give the credit to Tennessee, man. They just beat the crap out of the freaking Rams, man. You're saying you're taking the Titans. Uh, Yes, I'm taking the Tennessee Titans. I am taking the Houston Oilers in this game. Holy shiznits. Look, dude, they, they, they're they brutal. They're brutal. Our receiving core sucks ass right now. And, and I don't know who our QB is. I mean, this whole situation is messed up. New Orleans is reeling. And Tennessee has been beating the crap out of everybody. So I'm taking Tennessee oh my against God. the Saints. This was not the game I thought I would, I would flip-flop on. But after seeing what Tennessee has done, even minus Derrick Henry, yeah. I, I, wow. I'm, I'm picking Tennessee. I oh, want this. I want this your, mark your book and change it. I want this markdown in history. This may be the first time in history of conductor Dave against Derry Downer that Derry Downer has taken the Saints and the Choo Choo Train has taken the other team. I don't think that's ever happened. Uh, no. Nor- normally, we were both on the same side. Either the Saints are going to win or the Saints are going to lose, unless you talk- we're talking betting. But in this one, no, man, I don't think the Saints pulled us out, man. I, th- I think we're still reeling. We're still having issues. And, uh, yeah, I-, I don't think we pulled us out. Okay, well, I completely, I completely disagree, and here's why. Um, I think this is a great spot for the Saints. Um, 
Look, the, Tennessee, I, I said it on the at the book show. I said it in my NFL picks column. Tennessee is coming off. When you lose a guy, the quality of Derrick Henry, you don't think about it. You just go out there and play that first week. The defense usually tends to step up when you lose a key offensive player. They did last week against the Rams. It's the second week that usually gets you, okay? So now you've won these four big games, okay, against You've won three of them against Buffalo, Kansas City, and the Rams. So everybody thinks you're the greatest team. You're the greatest thing since sliced bread. And the Saints stink because they lost to Atlanta. It's a perfect spot. I, this is another line that doesn't make sense. Tennessee ought to be a five-point favorite. Makes no sense. You're, you're begging me to take Tennessee here. I think this is a great spot for the Saints. I think they went out right. I think Sean Payton, in the, I think the, the last, I forget how many years, four or five years, Jeff Duncan had a, has a stat I need to go look it up to see how many years exactly. I think it's the last four years. As an underdog, the Saints are 12-2 and two straight up, not against the spread. The Saints are 12-2 and two as an underdog to win outright, and I think they went out right here. No one does a better job with his backup against the wall than Sean Payton. I do think you will see uh, Taysom. If you don't see him as a starter, I think you'll see him in extended playing time this week. The Saints will be a better football team. The defense will be outstanding. They're going to just crush Tannehill, I, I, I think. You know? I hope you're right because, honestly, I lost all faith in, in our defense right now. I mean, I've lost all faith in our defense. because They just have no-show they, games. They, 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 they've been screaming to put the game on us. Put the game on us. We get over. They, they're giving themselves freaking nicknames that they sure as hell don't deserve. And then they come out against uh, Atlanta and give up all these damn chunk plays. I mean, dude, I'm so pissed at them right now. Yeah, but here's the I thing, mean, though. Here's the I don't, thing. They're not. Look, here's a, Coach Payton in just yesterday's press conference, or maybe it was today. I got the email, and I, I'm, I'm pissed by it because as much as I love our local reporters, sometimes they ask the stupidest questions. And they're like, well, you know, uh, uh, how, how different does this Tennessee team look without Derrick Henry? And they're he goes, scared They of look them. exactly the same. They look exactly the same. Just because you lose a Derrick Henry doesn't mean you change schematically. doesn't mean you change the game plan. They, they just don't have the beast that is Derrick Henry right now. But that doesn't matter. I mean, look, the Saints keep giving up these chunk plays. You underestimate Tannehill. He's going to ding us. And that's how he lost the damn game against the freaking Falcons. And I'm still pissed about it. Oh, calm <sighs> down. Calm the hell down. Whatever, I mean, man. You're, you're, you're sounding like a new dad. I will, I will, I will punch you square. I mean, that's across. what you sound. You sound like those new dads who, like, I know what you, you know, live, the, Jim Derry. If the Saints, if the Saints crawl back into a hole, the you know the people who will go shopping on Sundays. Oh, the Saints stink. I, I, I've never uh, really come on them. now. And then they come out of the woodwork when just, the Saints are good. I've always loved the Saints. I watch them every week. <laughs> I've watched them three weeks in a row now. Okay, new dad. Yeah. Look, I no. I mean, look, here, here's the thing is that, that Tennessee is a really good team. You and I have been joking about it all season long to start the season, you know, with the, the, the Tennessee Oilers and stuff, where, you know, we, we Houston Oilers. And then, you know, they, they, against the Bills and all that. I mean, just like it, it's been, they have been a really good team with or without Derrick Henry. I've been crapping on Tannehill most of the season, but he's turned out to be pretty damn good. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't like. The, what we're walking into in Tennessee. I really don't like what we're walking into. Love you blue, baby. Love you blue. All right. We're going to, we're going to see what happens. I think the first time in history that Derry Downer has taken the saints and the choo-choo train is taking the other team. 
Uh, it doesn't happen yep. often, folks. I'm seven and one against the spread when it, this year when it comes to Saints games. So we'll see if that streak continues or not. I'll probably just check myself. All right. We have got to get rolling here on Datitude because we have a, a huge show today with our picks. We're all going to do great except for your Saints pick. Um, so, yeah, Dr. Dave, tell the people about the Week in Geek. Oh, my God. All right. So, we, you know, we were talking about Atlanta as our first pick. I got to talk to George Wallace, the comedian. You know the George, George oh, Wallace, yeah, the comedian? Sure. He's awesome. <laughs> he's so hilarious. He's in the, he, he, and he's from Atlanta. And I started messing with him because I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, don't you dare bring up Atlanta. And he goes, oh, yeah, sorry. It's only been three days. He's I, I know y'all are still getting over it. And so I start messing with him. And then I was, I was, like, I was like, George. Uh, how's Joe been? You know, how's Joe been doing? And he's like, who's Joe? I'm like, Joe mama. And he, he starts going laughing. He goes, we can go. I, you got to listen to the show because he's like, oh, no, you didn't. And then he proceeds to just, he, oh my God, he got me so freaking good. All right, awesome I got to listen George to this Wallace. One. Yeah, George like Wallace this Sunday. And also I have Bruce Campbell, hail to the king, baby. Bruce Campbell from the evil dead. Army of Darkness, Ash versus the Evil Dead. He's the B-movie king. I got to interview him. He was freaking hysterical. So stellar show this Sunday at 7 o'clock on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. Follow me on Twitter at Twig Radio, Producer D2. On Instagram, it's The Week in Geek and D-League D2. And definitely like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash The Week in Geek. And you can catch the podcast wherever podcasts are freely given away. You know, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and, of course, the iHeartRadio app. Click subscribe, just like you should subscribe to the Datitude Podcast. So there you go, J.D. All right, man. It sounds like a good deal. Uh, we got some interesting picks this week. Can't wait to see what happens with it. We'll, we'll, no, be, text- we'll be texting nervous. during the game on, uh, on Sunday. I, I really hope that I'm just to- ta- tweeting a lot of choo-choo trains from, from my boy Tay-Tay. Because, look, I, I, I will happily eat every single word I just said. But I just don't feel good about this game. I just don't, man. All right. Well, we'll see who's right and who's wrong. We'll talk to you next week. Later, bruh. Obviously, we recorded that um, before I knew, before we knew. Odell Beckham Jr. was going to be a Los Angeles Ram. We recorded that yesterday afternoon. So, there you go. Um, That's how we record our segments here. Um, Lots going on on Thursday afternoons and Friday mornings for for both myself and Conductor Dave. But uh, interesting segment again, uh, Conductor Dave. We're, we're We're not completely different on all six picks. I am going to go look up that record, though. When we pick the same thing and see how we do. I'm going to check that out. I'll have that for you next week. Let's get into the second part of the betting portion of this show. Uh, Uncle Big Nick comes on. Uncle Big Nick and I both had a bad week last week. So I hope that didn't turn you off. I hope you're not saying, okay, that's the end of the show. You got to give us another chance because really, I'm telling you, Uncle Big Nick knows his college football. I think we both went back and tried to figure out where our strengths were. And we put that towards these picks this week. So we are saying this is going to be our best week yet ever for Five Star Friday. And we're going to get right into it, turn things around. I got the five star right last week and got everything else wrong. He got his, he's been great with his one star and his two stars. But he got his one star right last week and got everything else wrong. I'm kicking his butt, but that's not what I want. I want y'all to get some winners. So let's do that this week. I hope we're both super uber right this week. And it starts right now. Uncle Big Nick, can we make some picks today? 
what she failed to mention was Uncle Big Nick, can we make some picks that actually hit today? She didn't lose her dollhouse or anything last week, huh? Well, she I mean, doesn't it know that. Pretty, it was pretty bad. She doesn't know that I bet her dollhouse, so luckily she hasn't noticed it yet. Oh, uh, but we'll try and get her a new one for Christmas. All know, right, Uncle sure. Big Nick and I did not, have, did not have the best week. Uh, we had a really good week two weeks ago. Uh, last week we stunk up the joint just kind of like the NFL. Although I will say I did get my five-star pick right again for the fourth consecutive week. I'm 4-0 with my five-star pick, which means it'll absolutely fail this week. Uh, our overall standings, uh, I am 10-10 and in our picks, 39 points total. Uh, you are 7-13, 15 points total. I am whipping your ever-loving keister. Yes, you are. But, but that's not a shot. It's like, it's like, it's like an NBA basketball thing. I mean, you're hitting all your threes, and I'm hitting layups. So, I mean, yeah. you're going to lose. Like the, I feel and, like the Pelicans right now. And not only that, <laughs> well, speaking of the Pelicans, I mean, I think you and I have to agree. We talked last night before they played. The Pelicans are laying points. It's like stealing. I mean, if you bet against yes. the Pelicans when they're, when they're laying points, it's like stealing. It's like saying, okay, Mr. Bookie friend, I need money for my Christmas presents this week. I am going to take whoever the Pelicans are playing. They're laying points. Give me the money line and the Pelicans against the spread. Thanks for the free money. Yes, and I wasn't going to bet it because I thought it was ridiculously dumb that they were giving points, and then I told you about it, and you said, no, I did. I said, okay. Yeah, I already Didn't done take it. much form twisting. Yeah, it didn't take much of home twist to do that. In fact, I went and looked. I said, you know what? If the, if the Pels, I mean, they were playing Oklahoma City, which is terrible. I'm like, if the Pels are like three or four-point dogs, I'm going to take the Thunder, I think. And then I said, oh, wait a minute. They're four-point favorites. What in the holy hell is going on? I'm like, I had to go look. Is the <laughs> I playing or something tonight? And I didn't know, but he wasn't. And they stunk, and they did what they do. And, you know, we're not going to waste a lot of time on our picks segment talking about the Pelicans. But here, going forward, here's your tip of the week. If the Pelicans are favored... Bet against them on the money line, and you're probably going to get some free money. All right, getting into our picks this week. Um, you know, we like to start off with our one star, and you have been excellent with your one star. I mean, you're a four. You are, I put four and one, but you're three and one. Three and one with your one star pick. Um, and uh, so everybody should bet on Nick's one star and bet on my five star, and you'll probably make some money. Uncle Big Nick. This week, last week at Pittsburgh, minus 21 over Duke. That looked a little shady for a little while, but uh, the Panthers came through and uh, won it for you. Yeah, Duke is pretty terrible. So Yeah, they are. I wasn't too worried about it. All right, so you have an interesting lanyard pick this week. Uh, and by the way, what we do, with if you're just new to this segment, five-star through one-star, we make five picks. Obviously, our five-star, you get five points if you hit it. One-star, you get one point if you hit it, and everywhere in between, you can figure it out. The only thing is we pick a – you have to pick a favorite. You have to pick an underdog. You have to pick a teaser, which is given six – you get six points uh, on your side on – but you got to pick two picks with it, and you got to get them both right. And then you got a parlay, which is you got to get both right, and you get double points if you win that one. So those are what our five picks are. You're taking your lanyard pick, which is kind of a – we used to call it the off-road pick. It's something weird. Uh it's not necessarily – it could be a money line. It can be a first quarter bet. It could be a first half bet. It could be a prop bet, whatever. It's a weird pick. And here's your weird pick, your lanyard pick. 
and I like it. Bama minus 13 and a half in the first quarter over New Mexico State. You got to think the Crimson Tide are going to be a little ticked off this week. Yeah, I mean, I I called it laying an egg against LSU last week. It, it didn't even look like they – it looked like they showed up, said we're Bama, LSU's hurt, they're just going to roll over. So Satan had a bunch of ammo to go at his team this week, and I just think they could come out and annihilate New Mexico State. All right, well, I, like I almost it. took the line. Yeah, that's too much. 51 and a half. That's 52. too much. Yeah. yeah, that's too much. I'm not messing with that. Uh, Alabama could easily take their foot off the gas, although they will be ticked off, so who knows how much they're going to win by this week. But I do like that first quarter pick. I do think they'll come out smoking. Um, and I don't think either one of us thinks New Mexico State's going to score very much against Alabama. All right, my one star is my one star and my two stars haven't been doing too well. I'm one and three overall with my one star, 0 oh and four with my two star. But my one star last week was my Lanyard pick, the Saints Falcons under 42 and a half. And I don't want to give kudos or props to our friend, the dumb doctor, very often, but he had a better he had a better pick. I should have taken Saints Falcons under in the first half because he had to figure that the that the teams were to come out a little flat. They did. It looked good for the under for a while. And then all of a sudden we had a barrage of points. But like I said on the at the book show, I think once the Saints were down 17 nothing, I didn't like it anymore. I didn't like the under anymore because you had to figure the Saints were going to start scoring some points. They did. The under didn't hit. We lost that one. But this week I'm putting my parlay back in the one-star hole, trying to get two points here. Packers, Seahawks, under 49 and a half. I think that uh, – I really like uh, that game coming out a little flat. You don't know what Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are going to do. I think it's going to be more in their defenses. Neither one played last week. Russell Wilson hasn't played in, in a month. Um, I think that's going to be a lower-scoring game. And then I also like the Cowboys-Falcons under. I mean, my friend Zach Ewing thinks they're going to come out and put up a lot of points in that game. But it's 54-and-a-half. I think Atlanta's going to get steamrolled in this game. I don't think they're going to score a lot of points. I think Dallas might be a little flat to start, and then they get going, so maybe I'd take the first half under in this too, but I'm taking under 54.5 for this game, so i got two unders, Packers, Seahawks, Cowboys, Falcons. I don't like neither one of them, which okay. is probably good for you. Yeah, I was going to say, that means I'm in great shape there. Uh, yeah, but, uh, I mean, we'll I, think, I think you should bet both first half unders. Yeah, well, I don't know. I put it in. Maybe I will. Um, yeah. And I do like the first half unders there. We'll, we'll see how that rolls. But I am, I know a lot of people don't like taking unders in, in NFL or college. So uh, Aunt Mabel never take. I don't think she's ever taken an, an under. So, uh, but she's. I think I, Dallas is putting up 40 this week. So I, I just think Dallas. Yeah. I think Atlanta's going to be destroyed. Ticked. Probably should have just taken yeah, the Cowboys yeah, they, minus nine and a half. But that's my pick. I'm sticking with it. Cowboys, Falcons, under. Packers, Seahawks, under. Let's go to the two-star pick. Last week, you lost yours with Cincinnati over 55 with Tulsa and Georgia under 59.5 versus Mizzou. Um, we don't know what the hell's going on with the Bearcats, although you like them on Friday night. So if you're listening to this before uh, Cincinnati plays at 5 o'clock, uh, Uncle Big Nick likes the Bearcats. But this week, you got – it's kind of a – Kind of a weird fate. Your favorite pick sliding in there. Cincinnati, uh, sorry, Missouri minus one over South Carolina. Depends on where you get this. Some places it's picket, but we're going to let you roll with it anyway. Missouri, why do you like them over the Gamecocks? Because they're a terrible team and they favored over the Gamecocks. I don't understand it. I mean, it's a weird line. The Gamecocks killed 
Florida last week. So they got to be riding high. That's the biggest, biggest win in there. Hit, I mean, it's a big win for them. It's been a while since they had one of those. It's a I can flat see a spot flat for South spot. Carolina. Yeah, right. That's why I like Missouri in this. I'm just right. basically fading South Carolina. Well, let it be known that Nick has two and two with his two star, three and one with his one star. So the bottom of his barrel has been outstanding. So shoot your guns with the Missouri <laughs> Tigers. Me, I am 0-4 with my two star. We're going to change that this week because it's my Lanyap pick. I got the Raiders money line at plus 120. I think there's great value here in the Raiders this week. I am sick and tired of taking the Chiefs, getting my, my keister kick, and this is one of those lines where people are begging. The lines makers are begging people to take the Chiefs here. They're minus two and a half. I'm taking the money line because the Raiders are winning the division. The line makes no sense to me. I think you're getting great value at plus 120 in the Raiders here. I think they went straight up. Me too. I already bet this. So I'm definitely in total agreement with you. Something's wrong with the Chiefs. I don't know what's wrong with them, but something, something is definitely wrong. And I have no idea why. People keep betting on him. I've been them for the last three weeks. I'm not a big Derek Carr fan, but you know what? He can light up this Chiefs defense. So, I, I mean, this could be a higher scoring game, but the Raiders back at home with all the off-the-field issues they've had, I think they're they're ready to go back home and play like they have played in very good games. It's a great spot for them, I think. Again, I don't know what's going on with the Chiefs, but I'm not betting on them. I think it's a great spot, great value there with the Raiders. Uh, you know how bad Jordan Love is? Me and you could light up the Chiefs 100%. defense and he couldn't. Yeah, and He's I had to, terrible. I had the Packers last week. I, I'm just going to keep betting on. Yeah. I'm going to keep fading the Chiefs and see what happens. All right, three-star pick. Last week, he had Alabama minus 17 in the first half over LSU. We know how that went. You are 0-4 with your three-star pick. You got to win it eventually. You got a teaser that I don't like at all. Uh, you got New England plus four over Cleveland and Minnesota plus eight over the Chargers. I, I think you're getting the right value. We talked about how you bet a teaser. You did it better this week. I just don't like New England this week. I think Cleveland is in a great spot. I think they win straight up. Now, whether they cover four, I don't know. But I don't know. Minnesota plus eight over the Chargers. Give me your logic with this one. New England gets better every week. It's like they figured out something with Mac Jones. He looks good every week. Cleveland's coming off a, a drubbing of Cincinnati, who was high until the last two weeks. So I can see a flat spot for Cleveland. Nick Chubb out. That ain't going to help. Yeah, I mean, I'm basically taking Belichick against Baker Mayfield is what I'm doing. Okay. Which I think is good value. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see. Minnesota hasn't lost a game by more than seven all year. We'll I get mean, to it, the, it's. I don't necessarily just like that part of it. I like that part of it. But we'll get to that in a minute because yeah. this game is actually, uh, that Browns game is on my, my ledger here coming up in just a minute. Um, but. Uh, you know, I think the Patriots are a little bit overrated, and I think now they're starting to get a lot of public love, and that line is inflated. Although with the teaser, I guess maybe it's not the worst thing in the world. Let's go to uh, the my three-star pick, which I've been 3-1 and one this season at. Although I did get my first loss last week, and my three-star pick was my underdog, Panthers. And why I ever bet on Sam Darnold, I don't know. But now Scammy Newton's coming back, so who knows? Maybe they'll be better. Um I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm taking New England because I'm so bad. You kind of talked me into taking Carolina. Maybe so, because I was completely <laughs> wrong on that pick. Um, I'll never bet on Sam Darnold ever again. I might not bet against him, 
But um, I'm definitely not betting on him ever again. We'll see how the Panthers are now. That Scammy Newton's coming back. Uh, this week, my favorite. In fact, I have I love Tampa Bay so much this week. I've got them involved in my three-star pick and my five-star pick. My three-star p- pick this week is Bucks minus nine and a half over the football team as my favorite. And I'm going to tell you why. Because, and I talked about it with Uncle Conductor Dave or whatever the hell we're calling him. But um, I'll tell you, Tom Brady is ticked off. He has had a week, an extra week to stew about the Saints' loss. And this football team defense is not very good. I know that they were able to play him okay in the in the playoffs last year, and so did Taylor Heineke. But this ain't the playoffs. This ain't the same football team. Alex Smith's not bailing him out. I think Tampa Bay steamrolls Washington in this game. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Nobody knew who Heineke was in that playoff game. So. Right. He kind of took some people by surprise, and he's not surprising them this week. No, he's not. And they're going to be, they're going to be as mad as Alabama's going to be. <laughs> I agree. So, and they've had, like I said, an extra week to stew about it. Tom Brady usually does well off of a bye week. We'll see what happens this week. That's my three star. Your four star pick. You've done okay with your four star two and two. Um, last week you had a teaser there. We your teaser record is well documented. You had Atlanta plus twelve over New Orleans. That hit. The problem was the Rams. It seemed like an easy thing, right? Minus one and a half. All they had to do really was basically beat Tennessee, and the Titans steamrolled them. Um, I don't know that a lot of people saw the Titans winning that one straight up coming. I did like the Titans last week. I would have never put them in a teaser because, well, I say that I wouldn't have put them in a teaser. I, I, I did on one, one little teaser I had on the side, but I didn't have a lot on it. I, I can't say I was surprised, though. Um, I was surprised at how much they beat the Rams by, but I mean, good Lord, you never know what's going to happen in the NFL. I'll get to Tennessee with my five-star pick, but okay, that's why I hate teasers, because how easy did that Rams pick seem? It seemed pretty They just got to win I the mean, game. It did. I got to yeah, admit. And look what happened. You know, I, and I did. I said I liked your teaser last week, because I certainly liked Atlanta being bumped up to 12. I didn't think the Saints were going to steamroll them. I didn't think the Saints would lose, although that didn't surprise me that the Saints lost. I had the Falcons all over the place uh, betting them last week. Your four-star this week is your parlay. You're trying to pick up points on me. You get eight points if you get this one right. Texas A&M, Ole Miss under 56-and-a-half. Georgia, Tennessee over 56. And here's my question to you. I don't know. I I like Texas A&M. I don't know if I like the under there. But my bigger question is you're taking two weird ones here. That under – on the Texas A&M game, I don't get that under at all. I like the over, but I wouldn't bet it probably. But Georgia-Tennessee over 56. You're thinking that Tennessee is going to score like 17, 20 points against this Georgia defense if you're taking that. You need to give me logic there because I get Tennessee as a big play team, and I like Tennessee against the spread. I really do. I think Georgia kind of is a little flat this week. But you got to give me logic for saying they're going over 56 points. I'm using your logic from last week. Didn't you say last week when I took Missouri and Georgia under that you said you don't think this Georgia team is going to give up a couple of touchdowns to a team coming up? Well, this is the team they're going to give up a couple of touchdowns to. This team has a great offense, and I just think they'll be able to put up 14 to 20, like you said. Georgia's going to win, but I'm banking on Tennessee being able to put up 14 to 21 points. You know I have in the NFL my this game stinks game of the week? This game stinks. Yes. 
This game it does. There's something weird about this game. I think I think Tennessee is going to cover. I don't think it's going to be. I don't know if a ton of points are going to be scored, but it's something's weird about it. Georgia's got off the field issues on defense. Uh, they had a linebacker get in trouble last week. Um, yeah, I've seen that. Uh, I, I just don't. I don't like this game. I don't think I'm going to touch it any kind of way, except I had to pick it in. Uh, I cashed in with Carl's segment. I took Tennessee plus the twenty. I, I got to say, something like is vibing me wrong, like Georgia might lose. Um, and I'm not saying Georgia's going to lose, but they might. Uh, this is a weird game. I'm not touching this with a stick. But, hey, it's your four-star parlay. You haven't been terrible. Ole Miss. Ole Miss, Ole Miss hasn't scored 30. They haven't scored 30 points since they played LSU. I don't know. People looking at Ole Miss like this juggernaut offense, and they're not right now. They scored 27 against Liberty. I think yeah, Texas A&M defense is a little bit better than. It's Liberty. been good, but I'm. And Ole Miss, you put Ole too much stock in Bo Nix. Actually, playing pretty good. You put too much stock in Bo Nix. He's he's not good. He has a good game here and there, and makes you think he's good, and then you bet on him, and then you get hosed. My four star this week after man, my favorite just got. Hey, if you're going to lose, they always say you might as well get blasted and know you're going to lose in the first quarter. And I certainly knew I was losing the first quarter with Florida minus 18 over South somebody Carolina. Somebody told you last week that, you know, Florida may have quit on Dan Mullen. I mean, somebody yeah. said that. I don't know where I heard that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, somewhere. yeah. Well, I was wrong for sure. <laughs> and I won't I won't mess with them anymore. Dan Mullen, two words for you. He gone. And uh, I tell yeah. you what, uh, underdog pick this week is my four-star, and I really like it. Lions plus nine over the Steelers. I said at the book, I really think the Lions – have a chance to win straight up. The Steelers are not good. Ben Roethlisberger is awful. And I, I mean, I don't know. I know the Lions probably can't do a lot in stopping Najee Harris, but they've had a week off. They're going to win one. They are going to win one, and they're going to win one. They're not obviously not supposed to win because they'll be underdogs in just about every game. I think this is a chance. After they got steamrolled by the Eagles, I think that maybe that focused them a little bit. I think they're going to play well in this game. I'm not saying they're going to win. But it wouldn't surprise me if they won this game. You're right, because I thought Chicago was going to win last week against Pittsburgh. And they almost did. And Roethlisberger is absolutely awful. He's terrible. And Detroit Detroit might be able to stop this running game. They got a pretty decent running defense. I think they're 14th in the league in run defense. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I like Kansas City, Pittsburgh, and Kansas City are the two teams I've been betting against for three weeks. Maybe I'll put so, the... I mean, uh... The only thing that's killing with the Lions in the teaser is you could, I mean, you never know with them. They could easily get blown out. I mean, if you're wrong. Oh, without I mean, a doubt. Yeah, so you probably don't want to put them in the teaser. All right. Time for the five star pick. Here is where we make you some money. Well, here's where I make you some money. Well, Uncle you Big do. <laughs> oh, and four. Last week, his underdog, Wake Forest, two and a half. That, getting two and a half against North Carolina, it looked golden going into the fourth quarter. Demon Deacons up by 18. And then the Demons Deacon did what the Demon Deacons do. And they stunk up the joint and lost by 10. Man, what the hell happened there? Are they the Demon Deacon Falcons? Or are they just the Demon Deacons? Maybe they ought to move to Atlanta. I agree. That's two years in a a row against North Carolina. 21-point lead last year. This year, the 18-point lead, they blew it. I, I guess no lead is safe for when they made sure that they're not going to – they weren't going to be in the playoff anyway, but now they just wanted to make sure a little little extra effort that they wouldn't be there. This week, your underdog pick. Oh, no, you're jinxing, jinxing the New Orleans Saints. You never picked the New Orleans Saints. Here, here's 
Here's a question for you. Your, your <laughs> underdog five-star pick is Saints plus three over Titans. When is the last time? Okay, you've new to this show, but here, here's a here's the oddity for you. You're taking the Saints plus three over the Titans. Derry Downer is taking likes the Saints plus three. It's not in my picks this week, but I like the Saints plus three over the Titans. I think it's a great spot for him. And Choo Choo Uncle Dave, Conductor Dave DeCorbier is taking the Titans. He's got the Titans minus three over the Saints. So what what is going on in this upside down world? And this is your five star pick. Wow. Well, what's my five star pick again? No, this is your five star pick. I know. What is it? Was zero and four plus three. or three? You're zero and four. No, zero and four. So I'm gonna make you cheer for my five star pick. Maybe it'll hit. I'm not. I don't cheer. I, you're so far behind me. I don't give a rat's <laughs> ass whether you. I mean, you could go a five and zero this week. Um, I'm still right. Be, so I mean, I'm. I'm gotta catch yeah. up sooner or later. Yeah, maybe so. We'll see. Oh, by the way, that that Hooters bet that we made. You wanna you wanna recap the folks on the Hooters bet? I, I don't I don't recall it. We got the oh, now you forgot. You forgot the Hooters. Bet. <laughs> no, I know. I know it. Oh, poor Bama. I mean, you thought you had that one points. in the bag, didn't you? Thirty-four straight games, over thirty points. Yeah, I thought I had it in the bag. Tell everybody what the bet was. You. You gave me Bama. I, I took you took Ole Miss on who was gonna score more points against LSU. More points against LSU, and I said it would be Ole and Miss. Ole Miss scored thirty-one. And you thought you had it in the bag. Sure. Oh yeah, I thought it was over. You sir, what if thought I would have gave you over. minus ten? You'd have bet me way more than than Hooters. If I would have said Ole Miss. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh definitely. I missed my chance. All right, my five star pick. Last week I did win my five star pick. I'm four zero. My teaser was. Dolphins minus a half. That was like stealing. Can I tell you why I'm picking the Saints? Oh no, you didn't. Please do. Okay. I I, I did a lot of stuff on this, so that's why I wanted to say something because uh, last time I picked the Saints was probably two years ago. So Tennessee, I don't know if you noticed, know last week in all the games they were the worst ranked offense in all the games, even though they scored 28 points. Really? They defense I did not scored 14. Know. Yeah, yeah. Worst ranked offense in the league last year. And I don't think the Saints defense is worse than the Rams defense. I don't think it's as good, but it's comparable. I think it's as good. So I could see them shutting down this Tennessee team. Think about Tennessee's schedule. Played Buffalo, Kansas City. Everybody faded them when they played Indy. They won that game. Then they win straight up against the Rams. That that flat spot's got to be coming. But if they're going to have a flat spot, it's going to be against NFC team. I certainly think it's a flat spot for the Titans. And the Saints' backs are up against the wall. I've said it everywhere. Uh, it's well documented what I think about this game. I said it in the Conductor Dave segment. Um, this is a good spot for the Saints. Why? Because they have, I mean, it's not a must win per se. Not to get in the playoffs. It's a must win if they want to keep their division hopes alive. But uh it's more of Saints, a must-win for the Saints than it is well, for Tennessee. They're going to be inspired, and I and I will say this: whenever Lattimore is playing on a top-notch receiver, he does outstanding. When he's playing and on AJ a, Brown, yeah, when he's playing a mid-level kind of crappy type whatever receiver like he did last week, um, he's just okay. And so AJ Brown, I would not want to have, I would not want to use AJ Brown in in a one-and-done league or. A, or on your fantasy team, if you can avoid it, you kind of have to. You can't sit A.J. Brown, but 
it's not going to be a great week for A.J. Brown. So maybe it'll be a good week for Julio Jones. I don't know. But Tannehill has not been very good the last few weeks. Even it's He's kind of been uh, camouflaged in a way. I mean, it looks like he's been good, but he really hasn't been. He, he, he wasn't good against the Colts. And he certainly wasn't good that good last week. But it's, it's kind of camouflaged, like I said. I think they're going to rush Tannehill a lot this week. Uh, they're going to hit him pretty good. And make Adrian Peterson beat you. Okay. No problem. So that's not going to happen. I really, yeah. I think the Saints went straight up. So we'll see what happens. Can, can we, uh, can we cancel this if Camaro don't play? Uh, no, we cannot. Okay, just want to I throw still, that out there. And I, well, I will throw this out there. Even if Camaro doesn't play, I still like the Saints. But I think Camaro's going to play. That's all subterfuge. Uh, my five star yeah. pick again. Um, last week, got it. Dolphins minus a half. Steelers. Had to sweat it out. They just needed to win. So basically, Dolphins and Steelers just needed to win. Look like the Steelers were going to steamroll. And then Justin Fields did what Justin Fields never does uh, and looked like a real quarterback for about a half um, and played very well. Um, and not only could have won the game, probably should have won the game, although they did get a couple gifts from the Steelers. But whatever. I don't look gift forces in the mouth. I'll take it. Steelers win. Um, I win my teaser, and I'm putting my teaser back in the five-star hole again. I got the Bucks, who already is my three-star pick as the favorite, and I paired them up with the Browns at plus eight. I love the Bucks coming down past that seven-point margin, that six-point margin, so now they all only got to win by at least four. And then the Browns, if you add six to their plus two, they're getting eight. I know you probably don't like this, but I think the Browns are going to win straight up, so there it is. There's my five-star teaser. Bucks minus three and a half, Browns plus eight. I'm okay with the Browns getting eight. I mean, I think this is going to be a close game. It's going to be New England by a field goal or something like that. That's why I like New England plus four. I think they win, but they ain't going to blow off the Browns. Yeah, well, I don't know. Weird things have been happening in the NFL. Who knows? But Uncle Big Nick, we are due for a good week. I think this, I think this is a good week for both of us because even though you, you like, think- what, three of my five picks and I like – like three of your five picks. You think Vegas has anything to do with, I mean, what was it? I think it was through week seven. A team favored by seven or more points didn't lose any games. That's right. Now the last two weeks you've had you've had mayhem the last That's two right. weeks with all these big favorites getting killed. And I got to be honest, I like all the favorites this week. I don't usually like big favorites, but I like them all this week except for um, – I'm going to take the Jets plus 13. That's a whole other story. I don't have yeah. any in the picks here. I was just fixing to say, except for Buffalo. But something's wrong with Buffalo, too. I agree. But just like the Chiefs, I don't know what's wrong with them. But I, I'm not going to take that either way. I mean, I, if I had to take I took it in the picks. Uh, in my NFL picks column, I took the Jets plus 13. But that's not a game I would touch either because you could easily see Buffalo winning by 30 or making it a squeaker and having to sweat it out. Mike White's coming back, supposedly. Oh. I think it's going to be an interesting game. So. Yeah. We'll oh, see how we do. Another thing I wanted to ask you about New England in the AFC. Who are you taking over New England right now in the AFC? You want me to you want me to make a list? I would I mean, take you can anybody, put it together for next I would I would tell you this. I would take anybody in the AFC North except for Pittsburgh over New England right now. Really? Yeah, I think all three of those teams would beat New England. Baltimore's the, the only one I Baltimore's the only one I think is miles ahead. I think all the rest of them are close. Buffalo's close. Kansas City's close. 
Cleveland's I would, close. I would take the Raiders over New England. I would take the – I mean, I don't know. I know the Chargers stunk it up already against New England. I don't know what I would take there. That's probably an even matchup. I would take Kansas City over New England. I would certainly take Buffalo over New England. I would take Tennessee over New England. So, I don't know. But I do think the you Patriots will make. I do think the Patriots will make the playoffs. But I think they're going to be like the six or seven seed. I think they're going to make the playoffs, but they're going to upset somebody. We'll know more about them after this week. We'll see if, if they win again this week. Then I'll have to back off and tell you that maybe you're right. I know you how much you love them. I think you're listening to uh, to people who are hard dead set. No, not the wife. We know she's wearing all her New the England clothes. The wife's a New England fan. I know that. <laughs> you see that every day she's wearing her New England clothes. I mean, good Lord. You know, it's going to be a miserable day for you if the Saints win and the Patriots win. You're going to be hearing it from not everywhere. Not really. It'd be good for my picks. It'd be good for your picks, but you'll be hearing it from everywhere. Chirpy, chirp, chirp. The chirp, fans chirp, are going to They're going to love me. Chirpy, chirp, 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 chirp. I picked them. Oh, well, yeah. You, you want the new dads to love you? No, but I mean, I can hate them more. I can hate the Saints more because I picked them and then they lost. Yeah, if they lose, then you really hate them. I guess you're right. All right, Uncle Big Nick. New we'll dads do it. Trip. That's my favorite thing about Facebook on Sundays is the new uh, dads. I can't, I can't get on ever. social media on Sundays. I just don't. I stay off of social media. I can't media get off Sundays. of it. Yeah, well, you can just tell me what happens. If the, and if the Saints lose, I'll probably do what I did last week and shut my phone off. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll talk to you uh, later on, Big Uncle Big Nick. All right, man. This is the week. I'm telling you, this is the week that we turn it around. We're going to have a good one this week. So uh, don't, I'm telling you, don't wait and say, yeah, they were right. They were right. Don't let me say I told you so. Go out there and play it with us. That's how confident I am this week with Uncle Big Nick and I. Well, that is going to wrap it up for episode number 22. Before we say goodbye, we want to tell you, to, we want to remind you about our shows on bet.nola.com on Mondays. Tuesdays and Thursdays, especially the Thursday show at the book, which very soon uh, will be live at Harris Sportsbook. We've been doing them live. Uh, we did it live this Thursday, just virtually. We're going to be at the book very soon. And uh, also that comes with the cash in with Carville segment. Uh, we'll be back again next Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm not sure who our guests will be just yet, but I'm telling you, we're going to have another good week. Saints and Titans, Tigers, and Razorbacks, enjoy your football weekend. We will see you on Monday. Peace and love, my friends.